Welcome to this episode 219. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey. Hey, what's up, everybody? And this is Bobby, and we're back, and reality has set. <laughs> wah, wah. Eh, it's okay. It was we knew we were going to get here. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was the coming first two games point, were, right? were surprises. You know, the first two games were like, yeah, whoa, yeah, you know, and so it's okay. Turn your TV off. No, I know, I hear it. <laughs> Did the galaxy I, fall into the trap? They no. If anything, I think no. we fell into the trap. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. We we <laughs> we did not have Admiral Ackbar there going. Uh, you know, watch out. We still suck. I mean, if anything, I would have been the Admiral Ackbar, as you know. I had said well, in each uh, last two episodes. Uh, you know, I want to pull this back a little bit. Be happy, but just kind of be wary that you're beating some very you know. Look, I don't sides, and you're about to go up against one of the top teams in MLS. I don't think it. Any of us really, it, it kind of had that. Um, I don't think any of us had any unrealistic ir- expectation. Uh, you and your mate, yeah, you and your made up words. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? Hey, at least I okay, caught okay, it. Right so away. shout out, shout out to my to my Borajex teammate uh, oh, Bryant, who uh, who messaged me and it's like. Dude, oh no, no, sorry, it wasn't Brian. It was uh, it was Buki. He messaged me and he was like, "Hey man, uh, I'm gonna need a dictionary to listen to your pod because uh, <laughs> I don't know a lot of these words that you guys are using." <laughs> and we we're, we're just using context clues. We just know Bobby well enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, look, but Bobby is is correct, and I, I think that all of us were we are we're pretty grounded in uh, as far as you know what to expect from this team and how they were going to play, and I think we all knew that Seattle Both, was and beards far... bets are different, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, there's kind of like like we sway for like just feelings or whatever or, or hope or you right, know. right, and, so. and you know, and that's where I was going to go with it, is that you know when leading up to this game, if this if this game took place last season nobody would have wanted to play this game they would have just been like man we're gonna get trashed i i just i don't want to play this game just give us a you know we'll forfeit yeah, take the three loss yep. yeah you know so it, it, like no, nobody would have would have really had any sort of desire to watch their team play the way they had been playing against you know what eventually would be the western conference champion this season however that sentiment completely changed now there were some people that probably believe that they were going to, that the Galaxy were going to beat Seattle. I think it was a little bit optimistic. I don't want to say so much foolish, but but the thing is, is that the fact that the team has given the fan base hope is progress in and of itself. And the fact that people were looking forward to the match, again, it, it shows that the fan base has at least morale-wise really, really made a 180, um, which is good. Um, but at the same time, I think that they had a little bit too much hope in a team that is still looking to, you know, find itself, uh, that is still trying to really uh, buy into the this system. The training wheels are and, still on. Right, exactly. You know, yeah. that's, that's and, pretty good. That, that's pretty good analogy. The training wheels are still on, and you were about to go against a team that, uh, again, has been consistently the against best motorcycle. in the Western like Against a motorcycles. BMXer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, uh, for me personally, I think someone had asked me. I, I don't remember who it was, and I, so I can't give the shout-out, and I apologize. Um, but someone had asked me, you know, what your prediction was. And I, I said, you know, best-case scenario, 
you're looking at a 1-1. I think you're looking at a draw. I think it's going to be 1-1. I think more than likely, though, you're probably losing this game. Uh, 2-1 would be the best-case scenario, but it's probably more than likely 3-1. So almost there with a prediction. Um, But, I mean, at the end of the day, I personally, I mean, I was disappointed that we lost, and it kind of sucks. And, you know, it's never fun to see your team lose. But at the end of the day, I wasn't upset. Um, at the end of the game, yeah, usually, no. I mean, usually at the end of the day, yeah. or we you know we lose, I'm just kind of like bummed, and man, that ruined my day, or you know that you know there goes you know I don't want to do this anymore, and I kind of just went around, you know, the, the rest of my night, like I'm cool, I'm actually okay with you know, I'm, I'm not okay with this, yeah, but no, I'm, I was like, I'm chill, Ugh. and like I just had to take the jersey off, and then I was fine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, I mean, you know. Let's, let's talk but also, I'm getting fat and it's getting let's, tight. Let's, so. <laughs> let's talk about that for a second because we did wear our white, so we have not ruined, we have not sullied our beautiful community kit yet. That's, I think that plays a big part in this. Um, I also think you you look at the the starting lineup that went out. This was definitely like this was you know uh, Seattle was wearing their purple haze uniforms, and this was Galaxy's kind of like I'm gonna dabble in this uh, this different kind of stuff here real quick. Because uh, the lineup came out, it was actually some interesting choices that Greg Vanny made. Um, he once again put Chicha up top, uh, either by himself or in a in a three man forward, which you know weren't really forwards, because uh, you had Arajo on the right and Grant Sierra on the left. Um, you put you started Efrain Alvarez, who does not play defense, and against a team like Seattle, you need everybody playing defense. Um, the biggest surprise was he started Derek Williams and we talked about bringing, you know, when do we bring Williams in? I think every single podcast that I listen to and I listen to almost all of them, I, I think if I missed one of you guys, I'm sorry. I haven't listened to the, uh, to the new Spanish one. Everybody pretty much said you don't bring Williams in coming off of an injury onto turf. And, uh, that's exactly what Vanny did. I think this is uh this is uh, uh the first major misstep that we saw from Greg Vanny. Um the 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 start of Fisher also not a surprise because I think that he's shown himself to be a, a good quality, you know, MLS level defender, but he got beat uh, a lot. And so those those different formations that came out, I think that also did half of the work for Seattle a little bit because their first half press just absolutely killed us. I mean, they forced us into so many bad spots. Uh, they kept picking up loose balls. They were winning. I mean, I, I think I, I text both of you guys that Seattle was winning almost every single 50, 50 ball. I mean, that's kind of a, uh, in all honesty, I, I kind of feel that that was to be expected. Um, I, I feel that the, the, the blueprint uh, among the many things that, you know, the, in the in way you can beat the Galaxy in, in previous seasons. But I think the most, like, obvious one is press. If you press the Galaxy, they're going to make mistakes. Um, they don't have that many ball handlers. And so I, I think that is uh, among the many deficiencies that the, that the team and the organization has had over the years. It's probably one of the ones that, you know, they really can't, for whatever reason, get over if you press the galaxy they're they're, they're gonna struggle they're gonna completely struggle um and we saw it again against seattle and it's on the road so i mean you kind of figure that you know you were always going to be on your heels or at least 
for me, I always thought that, look, we're not going to dominate this game. We're going to have to just, you know, hold on to your life. You know, you're, you're looking to get a draw here. And if you got a draw, that's a massive victory if you're the Galaxy. If you get a point away from Seattle, that's not the easiest place to play in. And it's not the easiest team to play. Um, and for a team that isn't, you know, that, you know, that I don't want to say that good yet. But, you know, they're, they're an unfinished product. They're not going to be beating these top tier teams, especially on the road. The, the most you can hope for is just look, hang on, you know, get your victory. I mean, uh, get your point and get out of there. Um, that's victory enough uh, in itself. To be honest, I can go off on all the bad things that I saw in the game, and there are plenty of them. But the the ironic part is, is that I actually don't think that they played as bad as. You know, it may have seemed, to be honest. I, I think you had two very bad defensive breakdowns back-to-back, which made it look worse than what it actually was. You know, you take away those three minutes, you know, maybe the, the game changes. Um, at, at, you know, if you're 0-0 zero, zero at the half, you know, maybe it, it, it changes um, how how the game is played uh, in the second half, and you know by that time, you know Vanny would have made his adjustments as well. And instead of having to come from behind, he would be on a level playing field. And you know maybe the results different. I think maybe Seattle probably still ends up with the victory anyways. But you probably have a better chance at a draw. But all in all, I I was kind of surprised with some of the stats that uh, went along with this game um, before the final goal was scored. Um, but I'll get into the stats a little later. Um, but I, I think I don't think the Galaxy played as bad as a lot of people really, you know, m- make it out. Uh, um. Yeah, I think I think this game kind of I think this the part of the reason you know you mentioned earlier that we weren't really mad about this game. I think part of it is because this is kind of where we all expected the Galaxy to be. We were we were going to be able to beat the teams that. Where we're either on our level or you know slightly before our le- below our level, and we were gonna get slapped <laughs> the way we did against Seattle, or or not. I, I shouldn't say slap. I would say punish for our mistakes, punish for things that we could have done better or were deficiencies that were happening on the field. And and I mean in that first half, speaking of stats, I want to know who had more touches. Was it Bond or was it Chicha? So. Um... <laughs> so you're saying that in a way that look Chicharito was ineffective and this is no fault of his own. The guy had five goals in two games. He's got the attention of the league now. He won back to back player of the week. He's, he has a, he's going he up has, against good defenders too. He's now going up he's against a again, team that, yes. it, that plays cohesive defense. Right. And so not only are you now putting the rest of the league on notice where last season you're just like, yeah, I can I'll keep an eye on him. I, I also think I also think a lot of this is due to the formation that came out in the first half. I think partly as well. I think that there is, um, you know, no zoo back in there. A lot of people was, are going to say that, like, you know, Chicharito can be effective unless he has zoo back in there, um, which is actually kind of funny. Um, but you know, as of right now, statistically, and was that, is, true, that is because even in the game, he was a little better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I was going to say, statistically speaking, he uh, that actually does. Uh, hold true. Um, but, you know, in this game, when when Chicharito did get the ball, if it was if he got the ball in the area, it wasn't in the box. And if he did get it, you know, somewhere just outside the box, I mean, th- they collapsed on him. There were three guys 
he only had one chance. He had that that beautiful lob yes. of a ball into the box, and then yeah, yeah. unfortunately I, I think, he didn't get it. But and, and even then, that that's was, a half a chance. Like you know that that because no, that was a hard that was a hard. No, no, he was no. pressed and he was pressed, and they came and you know that was a, that was a difficult shot. Yeah, and I think that was his only shot yes. of the game. Yeah, if yeah. I recall correctly. Um, yeah. So I mean, you know, I, I, you have to give credit to Seattle. Um, you know, they, they completely took him out of the game and, and not just because they had three guys on him, but the passing lanes, they, they you know, that you could have, um, uh, given to Chicharito were completely blocked off. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 they completely us. suffocated, um, any chance that we have here, get the ball to him, get the ball to him. Um, nope. You know, how do you stop him? Well, you don't give him the ball or I mean, you stop him from getting the ball. It's, it's, that, that's about as, uh as easy as you can make that. Um, and they did an excellent job of it. And, you know, the, the galaxy really, um, at least in the first half really couldn't do, uh, too much, too much about it. And, um, so for the, for, I don't know how much, how many touches he had for the first half, but total, he had 32 touches, which I actually think is a little high, but I think they were uh, yeah, just meaningly. A lot of them were in the midfield or him coming yeah. back to he check would in. draw back. Yeah. yeah. He was dropping back a lot. Yeah, and so I don't, I don't really think that's really telling. I know that his expected goal was actually at .52, and that would have come from the one shot that he had. Yeah. Um, I don't think there was any other other time that he actually created a chance, but I think that was the only one, um, if that. But the best um, chance I think we had was the the Efrain ball to Grancier. Yeah, over the yeah. top, and Grancier yeah. contr- he controls it down beautifully. I mean, like yeah. his control touch was beautiful. He just had a weak shot. Um, but those were the only two shots that were actually on goal. Yeah, I think yeah, the entire yeah. game. Well, yeah. no, Chicharitos was off target, so that actually. Well, didn't yeah, count. okay, that's right. I think the that's other right. one was someone shot. I I want to say oh, maybe, it was uh, Zubac. Was it Zubac? Yeah, Zubac had like a weak foot oh, shot. Oh, but that went way off into the stands. That wasn't even on. No, shot no that was, was something a, else. Was one that on just goal. like rolled to the goalie. Yeah, oh. I think yeah, that well, was I that shot. Early that shot that went way, you know, to the to the. Yeah. to the stand but then there was another one that was pretty early in the second half yeah and when he did he, that i was like i ain't even mad about it <laughs> yeah yeah at that point i'm like yeah okay i can see it, I can um, see it. so speaking of uh, i want to get to speaking of uh grancia grancia um grancier what do we think of him so far uh three games three games in <sighs> um i think his efforts there I don't think his skill is yet. Doesn't mean he can't can't he can't be grown and can't be get can't get better in in the next multiple games. But I don't know. He's not, he's he's not impressing me too much. But he's again he's not the most horrible thing in the world. Yeah, I think I think if he would have got that goal, um, I think that that would have papered over a lot of the the deficiencies that he's had so far. Because he, he does look like he's kind of out of shape. You know, not out of shape in terms of, like, he looks pudgy or anything. I'm just saying, like, he looks like a guy who hasn't really played all that much. And, and he hasn't. We, and he hasn't. And the fact that we locked him up for, for – he's got, like, a four-year contract, right? Uh, he's got, I think, the standard three-year with an option. He, okay. So okay. He, he's got a long contract. So we need him to start to figure it out. And and be consistent. I think the thing that we've seen from him so far has been that he maybe probably has the the IQ, but 
his body's not there yet. And he's still adapting. It's kind of unfair. This is a turf game. This is probably the first time he's had to travel so much for, for games. So it's a lot of adjustment for, for Grand Sierra. Um, I'm, I'm okay with being patient for Grand Sierra. How many games do you guys give him before that becomes impatient? I think I personally think um, there's a lot of, of you know obstacles that are blocking uh, Grand Sierra right now. Uh, he obviously hasn't been playing for a while. I'm not sure how long it actually uh, has been, but I know he wasn't really regularly playing for his old club. So there's definitely rust there. Now he's got to learn uh, an entirely new league. Um, he doesn't speak English. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that that's, has to be tough. That has to be tough that you're not able to communicate uh, as well with your teammates as you would like. Um, Vanny, Vanny played in France, right? Yes. He, he played in France. I would imagine that he speaks a little bit of French. We know that Sasha Kleschen speaks French. Um, my guess is that he probably speaks a little bit of Spanish, so he might be able to communicate with some of the other players in Spanish. Um, it, it, it's going to take a while to acclimate. But you know, yeah. like I said, I think we give him probably two or three more games before I really start to wonder what they saw in Grand Sierra. I'm going to go a little bit more than you. I, I want to say because you have to bring in, you still have to bring in Kevin Cabral. Cabral. You still have to bring in Sega. And, you know, you, you re- I mean, and I think with those guys, obviously being French, that there's going to be, you know, a connection there. Hey, I can actually talk to one of my teammates and we can help each other out and, you know, uh, and communicating with the rest of the team. And it looks like the rest of the team is doing its part in trying to get uh, Grand Seer, you know, hey, you know, making them feel, you know, part of the team and not necessarily, you know, hey, you're on your own. Um, I think uh, one of the uh, social media videos, they had Grand Seer taking a camera or, oh, no, no, somebody That was only a Fisher. No, that was only a Fisher. That's right. Never mind. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that kind of helps out. And then when that happens, well, guess what? You're going to have to learn, you know, that chemistry again with, you know, the, the new players coming in. There's going to be shifts. There's going to be rotations there. So I, I think we have to be a little bit more patient with Grand Sierra as much as a lot of people have already given up on him, uh, as much as people have said that this no, guy's a I'm bust. Not, I'm not ready it's to give really, up really, really mm-hmm. difficult for me to well, actually call him a bust after three games. Am I impressed? Absolutely not. Am I? And, but And I wasn't impressed because I couldn't be impressed. I had no idea who the hell this guy was or what his style was, what he was going to bring, uh, you know, to the table. Um, so it was really hard for me to say, okay, I can't get excited and I, I, or I can't uh, be upset about it because I really have no opinion to to, to give because I, I've never seen him before. Although I would lean more into the you know, unless you sign Messi or Ronaldo, I'm not going to be impressed. You're just going to have to prove to me on the field that, you know, what you're worth. I don't care about your potential. It still holds It still holds true. Right now, obviously not impressed and I'm not happy, but I can't be mad at the guy for, you know, being in a new country, uh, being in a uh, the, log- the logistical problems of, you know, hey, I'm, I'm used to taking the bus down to this country now i have to fly a plane just across state lines for you know three four five sometimes six hours so um it's tough um so i'm going to be a little bit more patient with him i probably will give him to the summer 
to say, hey, you need to show me some sort of improvement. You need to show me some sort of flashes of, okay, like I can see why you were brought in. I can see why um, you were handpicked to be on this team in this system. Um, and for what it's worth, I think that Grand Seer has had some, you know, pretty good opportunities. He just hasn't made the most of them as far as on the offense. That, that looks like that looks like lack of lack of sharpness for the most part with right with him right now. So what do you what do you think, Bobby? What hasn't been said? <laughs> um look, the thing is is that if you're if you're gonna be all crazy about Grand Seer right now, you're just I'm I'm gonna say it from my opinion, you're just straight out wrong right now. Mainly because there's an incredible amount of variables that is is being a part of this team right now. Right now, this it's it's not just a one individual issue right now with this team. Unless that person is complete trash, then yeah, point that fool out and get him out. But there's nobody right now that's like that. We need to figure we, right now the, the 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 team needs to get some kind of uh, a, a rhythm, you know. And like Lewis was saying, Cabral is coming still, Sega's coming still. Um, He's not going to probably be on the roster every game either. So it just it just depends. Uh, mid-season, I think we should be actually really giving every player a harsh uh, criticism yeah. Yeah. at that Realistic point. Criticism. So, yeah, criticism. No. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's where I yeah, so I agree with him in mid-season because I feel like that's where we should be like, all right, what the fuck, everybody, like yeah. if things are going wrong, you know? Well, And like, it, you, you know, things should be better. This You should be better than this, you know? Um, it's it's funny, Bobby, that you said uh, there's there's players that we have to point out and say, hey, you're trash, get out of here. And Lewis also said uh, one of his trigger words in potential. Um, so I'm going to bring up a player that uh, and and potentially trash is is, is <laughs> has a lot of potential, but has so far been trash. Um, and you know we might get a lot of flack for this on social media, but Efrain Alvarez. Efrain Alvarez comes in. He makes <laughs> he makes he makes the one good pass that he makes every year. You know, oh wow, oh if that was if that pass had it gone this way, oh when he makes that pass, oh if that if, if you know somebody else would have controlled it and scored right there, that that's what you know that's why USA and Mexico are fighting over him so much. I'm sorry, dude. This guy, we've given him so many chances. I mean, the dude had to get subbed out at halftime. Right. That's how when in a game where we needed offense in a game where we needed to get more opportunities for our attack, you bring him. You have to sub him out for Ethan Zubak. And if you don't think he got subbed out for Ethan Zubak, fine. He got subbed out for Sasha Kleshton or even worse. He got subbed out for Nick Depew. His Kachicha was like, bring in Zubak. I need him. (laughs) So I need him. So here's the thing with Efra. I think uh, number one, um, I, I get that you know the, the hype train for this guy was so just yeah, he's massive, um, and I think I, I think Oof, I almost said something of, that would have got us in trouble. He's like Freddie Adu right now. Um, I wouldn't. Oh, no, Freddie Adu no, is way fucking yeah, bigger and I mean, a way bigger fall. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I see why you're saying that, but no, I don't. I don't agree there because I, I think Efren Alvarez was. I mean, he was, I mean, I think the reason that the hype train got even more, you know, or got larger is because Latan said so. Zlatan was saying this 
kids. Uh, he up, was, dude, he was overhyped way before. He was on said anything. About he it was Alvarez. the thing he is, was, and that's, that's what, that's Zlatan, what you mean by Zlatan it. is not wrong. I don't think this Latan is wrong. And I said this on the Megapod at the beginning or in the, the off season, Efrain Alvarez is not meant for MLS. He is not an MLS player. If he go, he's good. He'll go to Liga MX. He'll have space and time on the ball. He will be a superstar there. He'll go somewhere. He'll go to Spain. Space and time on the ball. He might be a superstar there. He is not made for the kind of play that happens in MLS. Yeah, I mean, and I remember you saying that. I think what my take on Efrain Alvarez was, I think he has, and it kind of goes hand in hand with what you're saying. I think he has shown us everything that he is going to give us. Um, to be honest, I, I think we need to move on from Efrain Alvarez, um, in or or at the very least, we have to stop thinking of of him as this, you know, this mega superstar that he was, you know, hyped up to be. Because it doesn't really look like that's going to be the case, at least for us. I think that when you break it down and like, look, here's a guy who played on a team who's very poor. And had absolutely no depth, was, you know, played with injuries, was played with a whole bunch of stuff. And yet he still couldn't crack the starting lineup. Like that kind of says a lot about him. Um, You would think that that would just be an easy look. We need to put you in here because we have no other choice and make the most of your opportunities. And that wasn't the case. Um, I think that the skill set is there. I'm not sure what else is going on a lot of people have been saying his motivation his work ethic um you know his um i i don't know his physique yeah just i don't know i, I honestly don't know uh I, I will say that he had the the most again trigger word but he had the most potential to have the most improvement under a new system under a new coach especially one with vanny where saying look I'm going to do my best to put you in a position to succeed. The rest is up to you. I will show you the path. You're going to have to walk it. Um, again, still too early for that judgment call as far as uh, that's concerned because you did see flashes of brilliance in, in Ephra. It's Ephra's pass who actually who, who broke Rancier on that on that. Yeah, on that was a sick-ass so, pass. Yeah, so, a, I mean, but, it's, but it's not enough. Like what David is saying is no, just it's not it's, enough. It's the it's one not. pass that he makes per year. Yeah, so I mean, you, you see that it's there, but you know, it's not consistent. I, I think, um, I, mean, I said on the uh, on the mega pod, he, he we're probably gonna have to move on from him. Um, he'll probably be very successful uh, somewhere else in another league, maybe even just an, uh, a change of scenery. Maybe he is more successful in you know somewhere on the East Coast or some other team that how, you know. How much or maybe... time you think Cincinnati will give us for him? <laughs> um. The thing is, is that I I feel that he's not going to be that go to guy, that role player, that super sub that he that he could have been. Um, and you know, as far as what happened in the Seattle game, I mean, Vanny kind of said, "Hey, this is my bad. I shouldn't have done this." So maybe uh, in this particular game, he put Efra in a position to fail. Um, so. You know, I, I'm still going to reserve judgment as as far as how he does under Vanny, but um, it's very clear that he's not going to crack the starting lineup. Um, that's for sure. Um, and whether or not he's one of the first options off the bench, um, again, it's yet to be seen. But it, it looks like he may not even be that 
either. So um, it's a little disappointing, but um, not the end of the world, to, to be honest. I, I think that um, I think the team's okay. It's incomplete, but I think the team's okay. Yeah, and and like I said, I think that this is if if Vanny was going to experiment, this was the game to do it because I don't think we were expected to win this game. I don't think they expected to win this game, and he had to see. You know, he wanted to go sow his wild oats and and see what it was going to be like. And uh, going to um, even going into the second half of this game, he made those adjustments, and I thought the Galaxy looked a lot better in the second half. You know, aside from the goal that they get caught out on the, the third goal, which every team, you know, any, you know, pick and choose any team across the league or across, across any game where they're down two zero, you press, you, you, you take that gamble, you press and you might get caught on the counter. And Seattle actually played that, tried that play three times and twice Depew was able to, to stymie it. And the third time was the charm for, uh, for Rui, was it Rui Diaz that scored the third one? Um, yes. Yeah. Um, and of course, I did not have that guy on my fantasy team. Damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let's get into some stats here since you you brought mm-hmm. that up. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, I, I think some of them were interesting, and I'm going to uh, I'll be a little biased here as far as what I, I the message that I want to give across. So possession. 53 to 47 in favor of the Galaxy. Now, that was interesting because I didn't think that would happen, but I, I kind of feel that Seattle was just going to be like, okay, you know what? Yeah, and in the second half. We're up, right. Uh, they were up 2-0 at that point. It's like, you know what? Let, let's just hang back and let them shoot themselves in the foot and we'll counter. Um, I think that's where most of the possession came for the Galaxy, but either way, uh, I still feel that, you know, it wasn't until the second half where you really started to make, uh, if you're the Galaxy, really started to push forward, really st- at least try to create chances, um, and generate offense. I think it was a lot of like little side passes, back passes, but I didn't expect the Galaxy to hold more possession regardless of, of the reason. Shots, 17 to 10 in favor of Seattle. Now, I'm going to go ahead and stop it right there because at least with 15 minutes left in the second half, the Galaxy were actually leading this category. Um, they came roaring back in the second half. Um so 17 and 10, you know, those final, I want to say five minutes plus injury time, there were a lot of chances for Seattle. Um, so, you know, take that for what you will. Chances created 16 to 8 uh, in favor of Seattle. Actually, that's something that I would have expected uh, with Seattle being at home, especially. Um, but again, at the start of the second half, 15, 20 minutes into the second half, the Galaxy had more chances, had created more chances uh, than Seattle did. Um, accurate passes, 482 to 413 in favor of the Galaxy. Um, shots on target, 9 to 2 in favor of Seattle. We talked about the two that were there, so not really much. Here is the eye-opener, but I'm going to pull it back a little bit. Expected goals, 2.23 for Seattle, 1.33 for the Galaxy. So the Galaxy, at least statistically, should have had at least one goal. Here's the thing. Before the last, or 84th minute, the 84th minute, the Galaxy were actually ahead on expected goals 1.33 to 1.19. No, 1.19. Yeah, 1.19. That was in the 84th minute. So when that onslaught came, 
in those final five minutes plus injury time, that's where those expected goals for Seattle kind of just shot up. Um, and of course, that goal was scored in injury time. So if you take away that last goal, 2-0 is actually respectable. It's also, if you were to take away those final five minutes, you would have a expected goal that would be tactically even and more toward the 1-1 draw, which again, that was your best case scenario. Uh, for the Galaxy, at least the way I predicted it, it would have to have been a 1-1 draw. Um, I think just statistically, the Galaxy hung in there. And I think this is progress from, again, from last season where you wouldn't see these type of stats. You would be run off the field. It would be significantly more lopsided. And it is in a way, but again, I, I think that you take away those three minutes in the first half and you take away those final five minutes in the second half where Seattle just kind of kept coming on, coming on because the Galaxy were pushing numbers forward and it gave Seattle that opportunity to counter and just have uh, significantly more chances. And by that time, the game was, honestly, it was already out of contention. You knew that the Galaxy were going to lose. It wasn't 2-1 to one where the Galaxy were looking for that final goal. It was 2-0. They were on the way of losing. I doubt that they would have scored two goals in those final five minutes. So I think the numbers are a little scary skewed and what i'm taking away from this is that again i'm gonna say this is more along the lines of a 2-0 victory and that's improvement to be honest i think you hung in there long enough um to make the game somewhat competitive um you know you swung back you weren't just getting beat you weren't on the ground just letting yourself get kicked you showed some fight and honestly i think that's probably one of the reasons why i wasn't that upset like i i felt compared to last season we improved. It's still not a favorable favorable result, but we improved. And yeah. we don't need to be perfect in game number three. We don't need to be perfect in game number 10. But game number 20-something? We need probably, to – well, we need to get rid of probably, these mistakes. Right. You know, the, the, we, can't, we can't be like, ah, darn – um, it, game three. But this the, is but, where we do it. You know what I mean? Like the, this is this is where the lessons needed to learn, and that and that's what I was saying. Like if, if you listen to balls and beers, that's what I was saying. Hopefully, these lessons are learned, and going forward, we know what Greg Vanny. You know, Greg Vanny has has sort of gotten us out of the system. Uh, we know where where he's going to stand for for some of this stuff, and and yeah, I don't. I a, a lot of people. It, it didn't seem like people were mad that the Galaxy lost this game. I don't think anybody was really all that mad that they lost this game. <clears throat> um, simply because it didn't look like they gave up on... I think I was the right kind of mad at the on, time. On each other. You you think you were you were the right kind of mad? I mean, like... I was the right kind of mad. You know, you, you, you should be like, fuck, what the hell? You know, like, you know, expect to, expect to be... But it was, again, it wasn't like we didn't expect this especially against this kind of team. So it's just, it's, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I, I, I'm again, not okay with the result, but Look, I'm okay I just with like, again, long-term project and it's not going to happen overnight. I, I, I'm no, okay with this. It is. And I don't, and I guess, I, yeah, I guess I agree with Lewis when he's saying like, yeah, we didn't, we, everybody's heads didn't just fall down and then like, we just got scored like crazy. Yeah. Um, I still believe that even man to man, we were poor. Uh, we, you know, we we oh, talked for about sure. earlier earlier in the show that we can't handle a team that presses us. Um, we can't handle this kind of team that does that. We, you know, it was it was difficult for us, and of course, it's something that's expected as we've been we've been consistently saying. 
And yeah, in game 20 or something, I don't expect them to be the pressies, you know, the people that the, the team that is pressing constantly. But I do expect them, like David said, to be to kind of close these gaps a, a bit more and not really like fall on our heels too much. Um, hopefully that'll change with Sega and, and Cabral. Um, we'll see how all of that stuff opens up, you know? Yeah. So, and, and that's the thing that people need to really understand is that, you know, you're progressing here. They're learning a new system. They're under a new coach. Um, their, their players are coming in, still coming in. You still have to, you know, find the chemistry there. I mean, the back line is still has to be consistent. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not, you so have you have players to bring that are in, out of form. Right. Um, so th- yeah, there's it's a game lot three. Of, it's game yeah. three. And, um, you know, come the summer transfer window, you know, you, I'm sure they're going to pick up somebody else. We know that, uh, or we, we highly suspect that people Gonzalez is going to be gone. He's going to be back in Costa Rica. So an international spot does open up. Um, there's rumors that, you know, Jonathan Dos Santos, and and I'm going to ask you guys next about Jonathan Dos Santos, um, you know, that, you know, this is the contract year. This is final year in his contract. Um, you know, if you want to, sell them uh or whatever make, make some sort of money back or whatever while he's still under contract you know the summer transfer window would be the opportunity to do it and you, you just gained another dp um so there very well may be um another player uh coming in in the summer so again the the the, the the players are constantly changing and you know by that time you're hoping that there's some sort of chemistry and the new guy uh if there is a new guy would just kind of add to that you know, a, a team that's already hopefully uh, somewhat built, but um, this is a work in progress and you were never going to outplay one of the better teams in MLS. And I, I think a lot of Galaxy fans understand that. Um, I think the hope wasn't foolish. Um, I think it was, um, I think it's a good thing, but at the same time you're saying, mm, you know what, let's, let's keep our feet on the ground here. Like we're two and oh, but let's look at the competition that we played. Remember that, you know, we beat New York, but we kind of hung on, against yeah. new york yeah. so and again i said oh, this no yeah i said this i said this i look we haven't been playing well and i think that's one of the points i made in twitter on twitter is that like look we didn't play any different than we played in the first two games you just ran into a better team that was going to exactly. take advantage of it so mm-hmm. you know you just kind of look at look at it um for what it was and um again it, it steps in the right direction they're baby steps you know you're still in the hole because you made a massive hole in the last five years. You're still well within it, but you've stopped digging. You are actually, you know, working to get out of it. So, you know, again, little things that are encouraging. Um, and again, uh, hopefully it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a learning process and it gets better uh, with each game. Um, Jonathan Dos Santos. Okay, let's talk about this guy. Bobby said in the offseason, I expect Jonathan Dos Santos to be the same Jonathan Dos Santos that he was in 2020. So far, yep, that's, again, only three games. But the guy is MIA for the most part. Yeah. Um, Which is fine. I I think less than MIA. I think he's in the Bermuda Triangle, man. Dude. Um, Louis, (laughs) I know know you probably got stats for us um, later on. And I don't, know, I don't know how much later on in the show we we gone through a lot of them. Oh, please um, don't push it all the way there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sooner, sooner than later. <laughs> I saw somewhere that Jonathan Dos Santos had zero tackles. Zero. 
He's our defensive midfielder. Yeah. That's a big, big, big problem. Um, the That's thing a is, problem. But he is not a natural defensive midfielder, though. Although we have seen him be really aggressive. Well, because he's forced you know, to. Right. Um, but we have seen him be very aggressive uh, in the past, like while he was, you know, the first he's two not, years. He, he's not supposed to be Perry Kitchen. You know, he's not supposed to be the guy that just comes in and breaks things up. But he should at least he's in the midfield. I mean, even as bad as I am at playing midfield in pro clubs, I make some tackles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I make tackles. I make key passes. Granted, it's pro clubs. But still. You. The dude, it, it, it's almost as if you, you go out there, you're, you're, you're set out to do a job. Hey, man, go out there, break up plays, help us transition from offense to de- from defense to offense. And to make zero tackles, Ethan Zubak got more tackles than you did. Yeah. And I mean, the, the thing with, with Jonathan is that if, if he Ethan was not Zubak. a DP, it'd be fine. Honestly, if he wasn't a DP, if he was even a town player, it's fine. Um, the fact that he is a DP and you are expecting for him to be a difference maker. It's not that you're, you're a role player. You're as, as a designated player, you are expected to be not only one of the leaders, but one of the players that really stands out and that makes a huge difference on the team when you're on or even off the field. Like you're supposed to really, really feel a difference there. I, think if you were to sub out Jonathan I, at this point, I don't think you would feel that much of a difference. I, and I couldn't say that in the past, in the past, if you took Jonathan out, that team suffered, uh, it, it went down significantly. I don't think that's the case anymore. And I think that's more along the line. Uh, I think that's more on, jo- on, on Jonah than it is the rest of the team. To- totally. I mean, look, I've had my ticket to sell for a while. So, and I like the guy. I really like the guy. We all are enamored by the guy for everything that he went through and how he got here and how well he played when he got here. Like we love him, but it's like I said earlier on, I feel like he's in the Bermuda triangle. He gets in there and we just don't see him or he doesn't see the game. You know, it's, it's just not working out. That little area is just not working out. And I believe, I feel that the, you know, the, the new additions that we're going to have are not going to mesh with him. So, like, why hold them? It's okay to go for me. Yeah, so, um, okay. So let's go ahead and get into those rated players. Who was the highest rated player in this game? Man, that's, that's tough. Bobby, do you, have, do you have an idea, Bobby? Or not yet? Um, uh, hold on, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going through my head. I think it would have to be a defensive player, um, mainly because they were the ones that had to do the majority of the work. Uh, dang, dude. Uh, Depew. I'm, I'm okay. It's Jonathan Dos Santos. <laughs> um, yeah. No joke. No joke. Uh, I love how Lewis fucking Dos did that. That was good. You set um, that up like that. Yeah. Uh, 7.4 rating. He was the highest of any player. The funny thing is, is that he is... I don't know what the rating goes by, and obviously some of some of these ratings are a little skewed, but 
you know, if, if when I look at this rating and I'm saying, okay, he is at least statistically the best player on the field. Optically, that's obviously not true. But it reminded me of Simon Elliott. You know, all the times mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. like where like the guy, what is this guy good for? Aside from, you know, uh, shooting the ball to the moon. And I'm sure there's at least one of those shots that still hasn't reached its peak yet. And it's still going up in orbit. Um, <laughs> it's on and, its way. You know, and, and people would ask, you know, Siggy about it. And, you know, because they were, you know, people were critical of Simon Elliott. And Siggy goes, look, it's, it's the little things. They're not, they're not going to show up in the stats. You know, uh, especially in the early days of MLS, where, you know, you, you didn't have casual fans, per se. And uh, it was still, you know, new. You didn't have as many people, not many people understanding the sport. And he was saying, you know, there's little things that he does for us. That's not going to show up in the stat sheet. That's what he's there for. And I, right now I'm thinking to myself, like, is this what Jonathan DeSantis is right now? Is he doing the little things that I am not seeing? But again, I don't think that flies. You're a DP, dude. You are not meant to be a role player. You're not meant to do little things. You're supposed to stand out. You're supposed to let me know that you are on the field. And those first two years, you definitely made your presence known. It's not the same anymore. So that is a problem. Um, as far as tackles, you're right. No tackles at all. It, and maybe a little bit more um, worrisome is that he didn't even attempt one. There were no tackles attempted. Was it because he didn't need to? I don't know. <laughs> I don't He's know. so good at the game. He doesn't yeah. need to tackle. He didn't yeah. even That's have to. He just, he, just, he just ran by and they're like, oh, shit, no. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think so. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. uh, he had, let me see. So it, just stats for him, 99 touches. He, uh, let's see, duels won four, duels lost three. He had seven long balls. Six of them were actually completed. Um, 92% pass uh, success, which actually isn't bad. Um, I'm sure most of those were like side to side passes. Expected assists was 0.04, so he got somewhere on the scoreboard there. No shots, obviously, no, um, no, nothing else to really kind of put in there. He had four interceptions, but 7.4 was the highest rated player. The second high rated player was Victor Vasquez, as David said, 7.2. I actually think he probably would have been. Uh, the highest rated player if he would have stayed the 90, but he got subbed yeah. off in the 65th. Um, possible groin. Possible groin. Yeah, possible groin injury. Injury there. Oh, yep. Um, who was the lowest rated player? I want to say, I mean, I want to say Efrain Alvarez. <laughs> yeah, I know you want to say that. <laughs> I probably, yeah, But I feel like that one pass would just give him like so yeah, much. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I feel <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dang. I'm gonna only, go. Only I know. Fisher. I know. Williams. Okay, so so Fisher and Williams both only played 45 minutes. So I'm not sure how you want to really score that. But either way, he, they're still not the lowest rated players. The lowest rated player was surprise, surprise, Viafania. Um mm. at, at 5.8. At five point eight, oh, wow. I mean that's really really low. Uh, five point nine for uh, Derek Williams in a ha- uh, for the first half, and six point oh for Fisher also in, in the half. I don't um, know. I feel like the ratings person has some personal feelings in this one. Yeah, it's it, it, it's really <laughs> really bizarre. It was like one person, um, you know. <laughs> 
let's talk about another guy that I want to highlight here. Julian Rajo. Um, in the first half, I thought he was, I thought he was okay. You know, he, he was better, at least in the first half, better than he was playing in the, the previous game against New York. Um, and then when Fisher was subbed off and he moved back to right back. Boy, boy, oh boy. What is going on with Julian, guys? Um, that's that's really tough for me to 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 pinpoint. Um, yeah, I want to say that maybe he's trying to do too much, um, but I, yeah, I'm I I don't know. Somebody needs to refocus him. I think that's what needs to happen with with Julian. Uh, he'll he'll figure it out. He's a good enough player. He'll figure it out. Um, but I think that uh, he, he's he, he's like one of those people that comes in with too much energy, and you're like, whoa, like, dude, calm down, like, come on, it's just soccer, Greg, calm down. Um, I, that's how I feel about him right now. Bobby, thoughts on Julian? I don't really feel any which way right now. Um, I mean, I know what you just said sounded bad, but I feel like again, there, unless unless. You're a constant fuck up right now to me. It's, it, uh, I don't know. It, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too critical on him right now. Just, I just feel like some it, things, things may turn. Um, obviously, again, it's only the second game. Um, and I think most of where I'm kind of surprised at this is that my expectations of him were significantly different, uh, compared to, you know, last season where he was by far, you know, the bright, aside from Pavon. He was our only other bright spot uh, in, in, a, in a season that was just, you know. Again, that's really, really low. I mean, it really, is. Really I mean, 100%. 100%. But, I mean, he was a guy who, you know, and again, maybe it was Felcher who just made him look that much better. But no, I mean, Araujo was, you know, the, the guy was going at attackers and winning. Uh, he, he was winning those 50-50 balls. He was chasing down these plays. He was reading the passing lanes. He was blocking it off. He was going forward very, very well. His positioning was, uh, but it was something that he could have learned. Um, this season, I mean, he's getting beat. He's getting beat left and right. He's being caught out of position a lot of times. Um, you know, maybe almost, maybe what David... Maybe what David said is is right. His focus. I feel like maybe the difference was is because last year, you know, everybody was so secluded with each other. Everybody was stuck with each other. Maybe maybe his his focus has completely changed now that he's he, he's not there with everybody at all times. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I mean, and since he's I guess a young it, player, you know, like I a lot of that, a lot of that stuff be. really matters. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know what to make of Julian. I thought he had a really horrible game. Uh, according to his rating, though, third best player and the only, uh, along with Dos Santos and Vasquez, the only one in the sevens, 7.1 for Julian Araujo. Um, he actually had, uh, again, statistically, it's, 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 you take it for what you will. Um, past success wasn't that great, 70%. Uh, 0.13 expected assists, still better than Jonathan, by the way. Um, 40 accurate passes. He had four crosses. Only one of them actually landed to uh, where it needed to be. 79 touches for the for the entire game. Uh, six duels once. Four of them lost. Um, only one interception. 
and I actually can't find the tackles here. But, um, you know, I, I just, even statistically, it doesn't really seem like it would be that high, but there we are. Um, oh, there it is. Like, right at the top. Player fact, Julian Rondo had the most tackles in the entire match with the Galaxy. There you go. Two. He, oh, Jesus Christ. I was going to say he did all of them because no, so that Jonathan two. didn't have to. But, yeah, two. Two, two. of them. That's not good. That's yeah, terrible. That's, not good. that's terrible. It really is. That, it's um, terrible. So, so, so for, for, you know, we're talking about player ratings and, and man of the match and all that stuff. Who is who is the player that I think needs to improve? For me, it's Jonathan. Oh, of course. I mean. But I, he's the highest rated player. <laughs> what more do you want, David? He's already the Jeez. best on the field. Jesus. Look at he didn't even have to freaking sweep. <laughs> he didn't have to do any of that. That's None. how good None. he is. I mean, I think we should <laughs> sign him. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I kind of agree here. I, 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 and I said the piece already. Look, as a DP, you need to stand out. Uh, the first two seasons, he did. He definitely made his presence known. Uh, we obviously he, fell in love with the guy for what he. We wanted him. Field. We want him to retire with us, and now yeah. we're like. Yeah, can we sell him? We can sell him. It's, it's okay. Hey, uh, yeah. hey it's, Jonah, what's your brother doing? It's the situation. You know? No, not like that. No, David, don't ever say that again. No, I mean, so we can go with him. With, you can go oh, with okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but I, I, I might have to agree with Bobby here in that I, I don't think he returns to that form that we all hope that he would. I also, uh, I also I, don't I see don't it see with it. these players that are coming. Like, I, I just don't... don't I know guys Twitter loves Jonathan too much to try and bully him, but as we all know, the bullying of the Galaxy players on social media tends to work. So, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe we start uh, talking shit to Jonathan. That's so mean. That's not no. No. It worked with the Jet. Hey, bully it worked. worked with yep. I can't believe you guys it's are parents. Worked with it worked with Chicha. Your parents. <laughs> I hey man. If your kid doesn't fear you, you're doing something wrong. Listen, man. Listen, man. <laughs> as a parent, as a parent, you try stuff, okay? And you have to escalate. When it when you get you to would, a point, you, find you, something you, that works. You're like, that's you, it. That's you the thing. you that's would encourage your children. Be, you would encourage your children. Your children. You know to what I did talk to my shit kids, on another right? kid. You know what I did to my kids. Because it works. Okay. When when <laughs> when my oldest son would refuse to pick up his toys off the floor. I made him go get a trash bag, put all his toys in the trash, and then go take out the trash That's not to the bullying bin. him. That's not bullying if him. That's not bullying him. Making a kid throw away his own toys isn't bullying him? No. I don't know what is. You know what? It worked. <laughs> when, he went, bullying, when he was dude. doing bad in school, I threatened to delete his Minecraft account. He gets on the honor roll every that year. That is after not that. bullying. That is parenting. You own those things. Okay, then this is what we're doing, Bobby. We're parenting no. the players on oh social media. Oh my fucking god! You are so not. A... Wow. <laughs> I like. I like this. Uh... Parent those. Parent those players, you guys. <laughs> I. Uh, wow. I love no. how, how this uh, turned into this. this. Is great. I love it. <laughs> You have to be a little bit. I mean, your parenting kind of is. You, you got to be a dick. Be a, yeah, you got to be a dick every so often. Yeah. That is not grabbing a group of people to bully a person to do something you want them to do. That is not the same thing. 
I mean, I, I, I get both of your sides. It, it kind of makes no, sense. No, but his side I, does not throw, mean gonna, this. <laughs> his side I, does I, not I, mean this. It's I'm going to throw this. mine in there because, like, you know, I, I have, like, some uh, trouble with, with – like, so uh, apparently I'm the only one that can put the kid down to sleep. Um, my son was never had that problem. Now he just needs me to sleep, uh, need me to fall asleep. Nobody else can do it. He, he resists his and whatever. But I kind of feel that, like, you know, I was kind of a dick to him. We're like, okay, well, here, I'm just going to take this away and take this away. And you can cry your little heart out. And when I come back, let's see how you feel. Uh, nobody else did it. And of course, my wife said, like, why are you being mean to him? Did he go to sleep? Yeah. What are you arguing with me about? <laughs> I don't get it. Like, you know, was I being mean? Was I being a bully? Sure. But it worked. So, you know, sure. And you could say that it was parenting. Yeah, yeah it's parenting. But the, the results were there. That's, I think that's what the point is. We, we got to do whatever the hell it takes to make sure that the results are there. So if that yeah. means being a dick on social media to these players, then let's be a dick you know, on social media wow. to these players. You still and listen, don't hear it. You and listen, if you, want, if you want more of this, wow. tune into our other podcast. <laughs> I can't believe it. LA, this is our house, and you're going to follow our because rules. They're so translating <laughs> this in a completely <laughs> different thing. <laughs> wow. We're gonna, this we're show gonna is not going to... Let me just say this right now. This show is not going to be in the archives in a few years. <laughs> because these guys are going to finally get what I'm fucking saying. And they're not going to want to I totally get up. it. I get it. I totally get it, dude. Don't worry. Like, I, I swear it's just funny. I, but we did find our title, right? <laughs> I'm going to love pulling the show out of the archives and Bobby's a parent and be like... Oh, yeah, I remember that story you told us the other no, day. No, because be this is peers, regular social media. Dude, social media pressure and bullying is not the same thing as being a parent and parenting your children. Yes, and giving I, them and giving 100%, them. I, I get okay, it. Okay, but you guys that's are equating what, that's it. That's why I'm saying. <laughs> you guys are equating it. And you fine. consistently equate it. Go give these guys some tough love on social media. Okay. <laughs> Don't trigger them. No, oh, don't uh, no, trigger, them. trigger them. Trigger them. It's okay. It's all good. That's fun stuff. Uh, har- harassment uh, and bullying is not okay. Being That's all I'm Speaking saying. Harassment and bullying is not okay. LA's a house should stick to that. <laughs> harassment, bullying, Fucking and asshole. being triggered. We play LAFC next. Uh, <laughs> so, and we all know who the trickiest of uh, of uh, fan bases are. That's uh, that's the Levas. So. Uh, here we go. What do you guys think? We're uh, do we make changes to our starting eleven? Obviously, uh, Sebastian Legette is back. Um, I, for one, think that uh, obviously he slots right in where <clears throat> Efrain Alvarez's um, mm-hmm. spot was in in the previous game. I don't think that Derek Williams is going to play in this next game. I think we're back to Depew and and Steris. I think it depends on how. Um... Well, I, I'm not sure how serious uh, the injury to Derek Williams is. Um, if I think if he's, I think if he's good to go, you throw him in there. Um, well, I don't know if we talked about this a lot. What did you guys think about Derek Williams through 45 minutes? I wasn't too impressed. But it's again, his first, it's it was his a first ba- game. But, but, it, but it, yeah, but but again, it was a difficult game for everyone. Yeah, for anyone, for anyone, especially yeah, yeah for especially everyone on start. that field. Yeah, um, uh, I, hasn't I played like in a while. Coming off of injury, yeah, playing in Seattle on turf on the road. That's against your first one of the game. Best I mean, yeah, like 
like, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I'm not really sure if I can even have an opinion after just 45 minutes and under those circumstances, I, to be honest. I, I saw him in there. I saw him in there. He's he's trying to organize the defense, directing traffic. I thought that was good. I thought that was positive. Um, again, like he made one uh, stop that I can or block that I can remember. Uh, but for the most part, you know, they, they did lose um, Rui Diaz on on the first goal. Um, it, you know, that is what it is. It's it's 45 minutes, like you guys said. Um, I think he has some potential uh, to be a really good uh, center back for us. But for right now, you don't mess with the the pair that has the chemistry, and that's Dupuy and, and Steris. So... You go, you go up with the uh, with with that pair, I think, for the uh, El Tráfico, and 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 build out from there. Um, I would put if he's ready to go, I put Williams in there because I think, I mean, if you're going to throw him to the Lions the way you did in Seattle, there's no reason for him not to be thrown to the Lions against LAFC. He's got to learn sometime. Um, so if you did it, if you made his debut against Seattle, he's perfectly. And if he's good to go, then you go ahead and let him play. Um, uh, against LAFC. Again, if you're going to have growing pains and if you're going to have uh, these mistakes, it's better to have them now than in, say, you know, September. So um, you do it now. Get the, the chemistry between uh, those guys going. Um, Victor Vasquez is a, a – I don't know. He, he came out with a growing injury. Um, I can't imagine that it's something minor. Um you know, it may not be like something major where he's out for an extended period of time, but I'm not sure if he's back yeah. for Saturday. And if he's not back for Saturday, that's a huge loss for the for, for the Galaxy. A very, very huge loss. Um, so there's that. And if that's the case, th- th- then you're kind of looking at, well, okay, you're probably going to put Legette in that role, in that central midfield role. Um, you're probably going to start Zubac, maybe. Um, I say yes. Yeah, and then back in. and I think that you're probably going to have to put some sort of enforcer. So you might think of putting in a Harvey or a Saldana. And apparently Saldana didn't train with the team all week and that he picked up a knock in the last game, which is why he uh, Efra started. So I think that you're putting him in, in the LAFC game. Um, we know that Cabral won't be available for this game, even though that was the assumption that at some point that, you know, he might be here and he might, you know, make his debut against LAFC. Um, that's not going to be the case, unfortunately. Um, so I, I think uh, there's going to be changes. I do think there's going to be changes. Um, you're, obviously, you're not going to see Fisher in that back line again. Um, I, I think you're going to start a Rahul at right back. Um, how are we feeling? I mean, uh, we've talked. Uh, we know his rivalry week, and we haven't really mentioned it. We, you know, we had a lot to talk about, but how are we feeling going into this what? game? I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure. I feel like it's a 50-50 game, pretty much. You know, I think it's 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 anybody's game, really, in this one. Um, of course, it's going to be different if Vela isn't in the game. Um, I feel like if he was in the game, it will heighten it a lot more. Um, it will heighten the, the excitement and and the and the pressure uh, for the Galaxy and LAFC at home. Um, they're at home, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a okay. Galaxy home game. Um so yeah. I I think it's it's we'll see. We'll see. It's it's I I like that's how I see it. I just feel like they're both pretty much even as teams right now. 
David? I agree. I think that um, this is this this makes for a, a a chance for the for the the galaxy to sort of recapture something because oh, totally. the perception the perception is that the the that LAFC is g- good soccer team and um we're you know despite the, the fact that they're below us in the standings they 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 have a, a you know obviously a, a worse record than we do but with the the galaxy have the opportunity here to get off on the front foot again in the rivalry because it is a reset for this rivalry last year we didn't get the the obviously the fireworks with Zlatan we didn't get the the you know the the, the nothing with uh, Chicha versus Vela so I, I you know I, I still don't think we get it in this game I think that Vela, probably Vela is not uh not back yet uh for this game but I think this is an opportunity for the Galaxy just to 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 get off the, on the right foot get that confidence going get the feeling that they can take control of this rivalry once again um and or not once again i mean you know we lost two games to them uh one important one and one not important one um but yeah you know it it's an even match it's a 50-50 game as bobby said yeah uh, i think it's a 50 50- the game i think it's it's going to be (laughs) uh it's gonna be a fun game um it should be a fun game um hopefully this is what kind of wakes jonah up because we know that jonah's up for this game we know how he feels Mm -hmm. yeah uh, about this rivalry so that's what i feel about legit too yeah um well i'm sure legit's gonna just be eager just to get back on after his suspension no so, but but i mean but this is a this is a bit more special than any other le- any of the game sure. season this is sure. something he is going to be fired up for yes yeah um 50 50 game i think i think a draw is probably the most realistic expectation here i think it can go either way um you know if lafc plays the way they play against houston galaxy can easily take advantage of that especially at home i i really really believe that um, but you know, if, if the galaxy slip up on defense, um, fall asleep, have some miscues and, you know, give the ball away, uh, in very bad spots, uh, which is kind of what happened in the last few games. Well, LAC is going to make you pay. It's another team that can yeah. score at will. So, um, again, uh, fuck them, but we know that, you know, they can score, they can win. Um, it's a playoff team. Um, so they got some good players. So, you know, again, if, if you make those mistakes, they're going to make you pay. Um, it's like Seattle. They're going to make you pay. So they're going to have to play. Uh, they're going to have to play re- really, really well. But I, I still think they, they take advantage of a lot of mistakes that LAFC might make. And um, I think it's going to be good, good back and forth. I don't think either, either team is going to dominate. Um, I, I expect a good game. So... Um, yeah, I have yeah. a feeling it's going to pick up slow and then really get intense. Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, it'll come down to the wire. Um, and I think one way or the other, they, you know, they're going to be looking for that game winner. I, I, I think the most realistic thing is going to be a draw, to be perfectly honest. I, I think um, 2-2 is where I'm headed with this one. Um, open game as well. So 4-4. 
Four to four. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, hey, this rivalry that's actually not, you know, outrageous. Eight to hey. eight. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm like a little down, <laughs> but but at the same time, like, ooh, we get a lot of eight goals. Um, as long as we made the same amount, then I'm like, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor, poor Jonathan Bond's like, uh, you know, goal per game average is so high unnecessarily. <laughs> yep. Did you guys see? Uh, um, well, no, it wasn't Galaxy History. Is uh, UK LA Galaxy? Yeah. Um, I'm the same. Guy. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all Danny. And, uh, it's all Danny. And uh, you know, he was saying oh, that uh, because of uh, like the way that uh, the way that uh, Bond is playing, like you know, he's allowed you know that many goals. Uh, his goal average is, is well above two. You know that we have to send a uh, an apology letter to David Bingham. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he's I saw it. that. So, uh, but apparently, so who's, uh, who's apparently, gonna, I'm the other send, one who's going to sign it. Who's gonna send you a letter? No, I got the joke. Uh, Good stuff. Apparently, I was the only one who actually, you know, got the joke of what he was doing. Uh, So, you know, I got you. I got you, dude. Um, (laughs) Anything else that we need to talk about? Um, No, other than uh, I, you know, if if we're wrapping up the show, I think uh, first and foremost, go play balls and beers. Uh, Our our week. Four is uh, live on our website. You can go find it. Uh, we posted the link on Twitter. Uh, Bobby, can we can we get some of those posted on uh, Instagram as well? Can you figure out a what you let's want? get a graphic or something going for for balls and beers? Let's get a, a, a the link up there as well. But ultimately, go to our website lazarhouse.com and you can find the link to play balls and beers. Uh, it, like we said, anytime you want to jump in uh, is is a good time. It's it's party time. Um, the other thing is uh, our hearts go out to uh, the terrible tragedy in Mexico City, uh, the, the the bridge that collapsed uh, with the train. Uh, you know, we hope that um, the people that, that uh, were, were injured in that make uh, recoveries. Obviously, there were some people lost there, but, you know, it's, uh, I think, a terrible tragedy. Um, also, Liga G. 90, uh, Liga G is starting up again. Uh, season four is coming very, very soon. I believe it starts on May twelfth. So my, I'm, I'm remaining with Boracex, as I've said many, many times. Uh, so look out for for us on game days. We'll be doing uh, Twitch streams on uh, on my uh, Twitch channel. It's uh, at Dave Rona eighteen L A I O H, and uh, I believe Lewis. Uh, somebody put together a. A listing of all of the uh, various Galaxy media, independent media creators, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter handle is literally called Galaxy Directory. So he's got a list of all the podcasts, of uh, all the independent contents, uh, the uh, social media, um, just whoever does any sort of uh, like news outlets or, again, independent or not. Um it's all there. Uh, it's. I think it's like brand new. I think it literally started like today. Cause yeah. At least like so. Um, so uh, he's out there right now. Um, so it, it, it's basically all in one place now, where you can get all. I know he's obviously missing, or or she is uh, missing some things. So if if you don't find yourself on there, uh, just go ahead and let them know and i'm sure that he will add you but yeah uh that's another new twitter handle 
have uh, have all the uh, Galaxy content all in one spot and where to go and you know everyone's website, everyone's you know social medias and I mean everything. It's on there, I, so that's pretty I, I cool. believe I believe One Two Threads also has something like that on their website, but this yes. might be a little bit different. So yeah. uh, you know, look, go check both places, and uh, I'm sure that we have something like that on our website, right, Bobby? Uh, <laughs> go, 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 go check LaserHouse.com just in case. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, more Galaxy uh, independent media creators supporting other Galaxy independent media creators. So it's all it's all gravy. Whew. All right. I don't usually like being in circle jerks. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is episode 219. Say goodbye, David and Luis. I mean, they're, they're fun for everybody. We'll see you guys next week at the Bye. next Circle Jerk. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 